Hi, my name is Diana Orozco Goyaz and I have a podcast in Spanish with Andrea Rioseco and Lindsay Tung called Ellas Ahora. Together, we created Aperitivo, a collective podcast with stories that you're not hearing out there, including yours. So this is a space for those who want to create an audio. I invite you to check out ellasaura.com slash aperitivo and send us your story. Here is a conversation that I had with my friend. I hope you'll enjoy it as much as I did. Carol Herr is a life coach from Sao Paulo, Brazil. With her husband, Peter, she has a beautiful baby girl named Teresa, who's now almost one year old. I met Carol through Lindsay, who met Carol at a fashion event in New York City, and they have been friends ever since. I love how Carol expresses herself, and every time I would hang out with her, I would learn something new about life, work, creativity, fear, dealing with obstacles, anxieties, or relationships. If you follow her on Instagram, you can see her share her wisdom by applying and sharing her process in her day-to-day -day life. She does this in Portuguese, though. So, I invited her to record an episode in English and on audio so that we can go deeper into why and how she does what she does. I'm very grateful. Here is our conversation. So excited that you're here. Oh, so we're going to get right to it because we have so much to talk about. So Carol, can you please tell us what is it that you do as a coach? What is coaching? What is like, what is it? Thank you for being here. I really love it. I'm going to try to not talk as much, but at the same time, I love talking about it. So I'll just do my thing. Coaching is just get where you are, where you want to be and how we get there. Love it. So of course there are like different ways to do that work. Uh, me especially I do like to understand a lot about what you are feeling not only what you want in a like mental level because a lot of times I would say all the time with my clients they always say they want something they come for me with an issue and it's never that thing that they are saying so you need to understand it seems very easy right to do that job but you need to understand a little in, in deeper levels what is that that they really want Wow, you know I mean? it's like a little detective. Yes, yes. And how did you discover it? How did you start? Yes, so I moved to the United States from Brazil and I was living in the United States, working in a technology company, blah, blah, blah. And then I was really unhappy with my work. I felt really lost, very hopeless, not only because I moved from Brazil to here. Sorry, what part of Brazil are you from? Oh, Sao Paulo. Oh, Sao Paulo, yes. But your family is like near Sao Paulo, right? Yeah, my family is from like 30 minutes from the big city. But then after a couple of years, we moved to the big city itself. So then I I was, not because I moved here, I was feeling lost already. You know, of course, there is the component of being in a different country. But I was already feeling like very lost, even back in Brazil. But okay, I was living here for a couple years. I got married with Peter Her. Oh. We love Peter. Yay. Hey, Peter. Hey, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then I was like looking for some job with a purpose, which like nowadays we talk about it so much. It's everywhere. And then I did not know what I wanted to do. So I was working in a technology company. And then I said, you know what? I love fashion. So I'm going to open a fashion blog just to share what I'm wearing the tips and this and that when was this like how long ago was it it was about 2013 2014 okay so then while i was working the company 
journey, I started that blog and then I had a section on that blog where I used to write about life things, you know, whatever came in mind, I would write as well. And then I was doing this and like, <laughs> I called that a fashion blog just because I have to say something, but it wasn't. <laughs> It was everything but fashion. But fashion, yeah. <laughs> You're like, I look cute, but... <laughs> yeah, but uh, don't know if I look cute, but whatever. But I used to share. And it was great because then I started learning more about photos and internet and how to do a couple things like that. And then I started to notice that I wanted to inspire people. Like, whatever I'm wearing, you can wear as well. But because I'm thin and tall, whatever I wear, people automatically say like, oh, it only looks good on you because of your body shape. So I understand understood that people were not getting inspired. They couldn't relate to you. Yes, okay. at all. But when I wrote about like life issues, I would get a lot of views. People would interact more and relate more to me. And then there was a tendency that every girl that had a blog, at least in Brazil, started having a YouTube channel as well. So then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do a YouTube channel and I'm gonna talk about whatever I learned with my therapist because I used to see a therapist. I still see her. She's like amazing. And then I'm gonna just teach her whatever she teaches me, you know, like because in a session you learn a lot, you know. That's nice of you because basically you're sharing what you're, you know, the learnings that you're paying for. <laughs> But here you are sharing it that's yeah. so smart that you were documenting because it was good for you and good that you shared yeah that's but nice. i used to share in a very immature way but mm. that was very important for me and also it doesn't matter it was immature because i still have some of those videos up and i still get people that saw that first video about anxiety mm. which was one of my one of my first videos And I'm like, that video is not good at all. But whatever, because people can be less immature and also be looking for some help. And that's fine. So that's how I started. Because then I was like working this technology company, doing my blog, my YouTube channel and hating my job. But I was doing that. And then people on the internet started asking me if I was a psychologist. And I was like, no way, I can ever do that job. No, come on. And then I got one email from a woman that really touched my heart because she was like 40-something with two kids in a very abusive relationship. And she, depending... Sometimes my English is not good. It's fun. She, financially, she was depending on the guy like 100%. And because of it, she couldn't get out of the relationship. And she sent me this desperate email asking for help. And then I understood that that it wasn't like just a fun thing anymore. I was really touching people with real life problems. And this woman was asking, are you a psychologist? Can you do sessions with me? Can you help me? So that's when I was like, let me look. So then when I started looking between being a psychologist or what could I do in like a short term, I found coaching. Ah. So then I was like, I'm gonna do this class. And then I did it. And because I was already on the internet, People saw I was a coach, my followers, and they started asking for sessions. And then a friend was recommending me. So that's how it always started because I already, I was very small on the internet, but still people wanted me to be their coach because they already followed me for about two years. Wow. So they were like, oh. You know, I want She knows what she's talking about. Yes. She talks like she knows. Yeah. Wow. I love that about you. I love also that you taught yourself how to have a blog, how to create, you know, YouTube videos, and then 
how to be a coach and then you look for the course like it's very like you say like it's easy but sometimes it's hard to just pick up and and i i love how you notice like what people were telling you so you're like you're listening so that's like a very good skill right yeah especially for a coach yeah know? but i i think i found i was good at it as i was doing step by step i started writing about life talking about life on videos and then when i started doing coaching with people i started like with very few people and i was like i can do that i'm good at it you know so give you then, confidence yes as you go you create confidence you don't have confidence first and then you go for something you know mm. people are like let me sit here wait for my confidence and then i'll do something that's not how it works you yeah, know. or you think like you're gonna listen to a podcast. You're like, okay, I'm confident now. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's something that you build. You over. build ah. doing things. That's what I believe. Wow, I love Ooh, that. I'm already yes. learning. Oh, good. So back to coaching. So now you could say that you've been coaching for how many years? When I graduated a coaching in January 2016. Oh, years. nice. Yeah. In what is it that excites you the most about coaching now? I think now I'm kind of like coaching make me for my own experience make me want to go further because when you are doing coaching you are more in a mental level with people and as i was doing my clients i understood that i wanted to go deeper so then i have to study more and coaching i started as a as a coach and you always have to study it's not that you get a license mm -hmm. and then you are done you have to always read to always study and that is so good for you because everything you are learning you, you can also apply to your own life and your own growth but also like it makes me want to study more and more about humans and that's exciting you know sometimes at some point i was like well that's getting boring but it's not because then there is always something more to study yeah we're so complex right we're so exactly complex. you are never going to stop to study when you're a psychologist or a coach whatever because we are too complex you know yeah and what are the challenges i remember you telling us something about well there's too many coaches now that are not really coaches or like you said people sharing like very heavy stuff with you or yeah or, i love when they share heavy stuff because uh, but then it's important that i have someone taking care of me as well because people are going to tell you things that they i'm not their friend hmm. so they do tell me things that they won't tell you in a friend's conversation yeah and this is fine with me but it's uh i already had a couple situations where it was too much and then i have my therapist to mm -hmm. help me but that is not a problem i think the the biggest challenge today is that at least i'm talking about a brazilian market okay even though i live in the united states my customers they are pretty much brazilians i already did a couple americans or like english speakers but pretty much my clients they are brazilians so i think the biggest challenge is that people think that anyone can be a coach and you can if you study right if you want like coaching is not a career that oh i can just make extra money oh i love giving people advice advice yeah uh oh i can just tell you what to do because like you you are not god you can't play with people like that so it's a huge responsibility because when they hire you whatever you tell them they are gonna pretty much listen and try to do because they trust you so much 
So you can't play with people's problem like that, you know? And I think people are like, they just made coaches look really bad. Like they give a bad rep. Right? Yes, yeah. yes. Like you, a lot of coach, like coaching in Brazil is losing the, the reputation because so many people were like, oh, it's an opportunity to make easy money, yeah. you know, and that's sad, but it's also okay because everyone that is a real coach and really cares for the job knows that, that this is happening, but it's okay because then we can always study something and still help people. People did a huge damage to the coaching industry, you know? Yeah. Which I think it's like, I don't know if that's a challenge for me itself. Yeah, but in the industry. In the it, industry, you yeah. know, because it sucks, you know, because it's something that can really help people. It's not bullshit, you know. Yeah, yeah. As trends, as general stuff, like what do you see as a general trend or can identify that people have been coming to you that they need help with, I don't know, career, relationships mm -hmm. or like what, what anxiety? Definitely relationships, like loving relationships. Like couples. Couples, or, yeah. yeah. People do struggle with it so much. And another huge thing is career, but not only career. People are feeling lost about their life as a whole. So... Like purpose or what? Yeah, like life purpose, you know what I mean? But a lot of people think, oh, I don't like my job, then I don't have a purpose. I think the job is like a entrance door for so many other things. Because your job is what you do most of the time right so if you are super unhappy you will start questioning yourself about other things oh what is happiness what do i want to do why am i doing that i want to travel i want to do this i want to do that so when people say they're they don't like their job it's a bigger problem like it's a deeper problem i would say it starts like oh i don't like my job You know, so I think people are feeling way too lost for so many areas, you know, so relationships, career, then you feel anxious. I don't know if it's good or not, but it's part of who we are feeling anxious. It is part of who you are. So then instead of getting rid of uh, being anxious, you should learn how to deal with it because it's going to be part of being human. So I feel there is a lot of confusion like, oh, Oh, I can't feel this. I can't feel that. I don't want to feel this. You are going to feel bad stuff because you are human. You are not a plant. Maybe plants feel bad stuff too. I don't know. But, <laughs> you know, ask. bring a plant. Ask. Yeah, <laughs> you know, some people talk to plants. You know, yeah. <laughs> not me. Plant but, therapy. Yeah. So yeah. those two things, you know, like relationship and career slash life purpose. Mm -hmm. And like you said at the beginning, people would come to you like, oh, I don't like my job, and it turns out that it's more like because they have a, a problem with their ex or something like that. Yes, right? I already had exactly this situation. Yeah, name names. I'm just kidding. And for example, if I come to you right now and I tell you that like, oh, I can't find my life purpose. How does it work? How can people contact you? Like they just send you an email and they tell you their problems or how, how does it work? Yeah, so first I, I have a website that I had a, this amazing designer doing for me her name is Lindsay so she lives in Brooklyn she's amazing and she shout out <laughs> lindsaytoon.com yes <laughs> and what's your website 
www.carolher.com. There is a form there where you put your name, your email, and you tell me something very brief because I need to know, like, right? Why are you getting in touch with me? Then I am the only one who gets the emails from that website because people say like very private stuff. So then we go from there. Then I, I sometimes I need to do a little bit more questions to understand if I can really treat your case or not because. I'm a coach, I'm not a psychologist, so I'm not going to treat a depression. You know, you can see a psychologist for your depression and a coach for get some stuff done. And of course, one thing is going to have a, a, a good effect on the other. There's but overlap sometimes. Overlap, yeah, yeah but I you give a disclaimer. You're like, okay, if you have, if I notice that you need to be seeing a clinical psychology, you tell them, right? Oh, I you, tell them yeah, a lot. Yes, yes. Oh, I right. have no problems with it because I'm very responsible. I know that coaching, we do coaching, you know. So then they tell me very quick about something's happening and then usually I go back and forth with them one or two more times just to make sure I can really do the job with them. And then we go from there, you know. But I always talk to them a little bit. And, and just that back and forth, I like to have it because it makes them right about their problems mm, so that's already part of it's the already work. part of the process mm. yes because one huge important thing is uh, have clarity so when you start writing you start thinking about okay why do I need help here because sometimes people are just desperate and they're like oh help me but you don't even know with what or with how what? Or, yeah oh interesting so it's part of the process having you writing a little bit about what is that you want you know. Wow. And then you schedule sessions like weekly sessions or like how does that work? I have two things. I offer a package with 10 sessions or you can do single sessions and then you schedule the single sessions as you need. I found that important because some people are not ready to do 10 sessions and see me once a week. Mm -hmm. Some people see me once a month. Some people want to see me once a week. And I think the process only work if you are ready for it. You have to want it. I can't impose anything on you. <laughs> so if you are like able to, if you're say, okay, now I'm going to get this done. You can come once a week, but it's good to do every other week. So you have some time between sessions to apply things, to really think about what we talked. So that's something we can always talk before we start the process as we go. You know what I mean? So I'm not like, I only do 10 sessions and that's it. I had people that did more than 10 sessions with me. They mm. do packages, 10, 10, 10. 10, 10 yeah. You know? Or I'll be like the intense one that I'll be like, okay, I want like two sessions a day or something like that. But now that you explain that you have to let some time pass to apply what you actually learn, right? Yes. And then, so Carol, I wanted to tell you like uh, as a friend, but also like as someone that just visits your profile and reads your stories, you speak with such level of confidence. I love it. Like you're always very clear and you're very like, your thoughts are organized and like it just inspires trust in the things that you say make a lot of sense. And I'm sure that you have that effect in a lot of your, your friends and your clients and people in general that you meet that you have like very good energy and you are able to do that also through 
you know, remotely because you live in the U.S. and your, you know, the clients are in, mm-hmm. in Brazil. Yeah. But also, I wanted to talk about your fears as a as a person because you also share a lot about in your stories, right? You share a little bit about your family, about what's going on in your life, and that you're human as well, right? So, is there anything that you want to share that you're struggling? That you're like, hey guys, like you were saying, I'm human too, and I'm aware that this is my problem or this is one of my problems, and this is how I'm dealing with it. Like, is there anything like that? Yeah, I make sure I do that on Instagram as well a lot because I don't want to. Often people think because I'm a coach, I know better, I know more, I'm more enlightened. So I don't like that image. But I think something I struggle a lot is with bad thoughts. Mm. So during my day, I have to be controlling my thoughts so much some days more than others but i think that is something really important to do i'm human and i'm not like naturally just happy all the time and positive all the time and not anxious so the way i try to do that that works the most for me is being present some days since I moved to Manhattan I have so many reasons to be mad you know someone someone yelled at me someone was rude and da 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 so when you see you spent a whole hour like oh I don't like this place oh this person is rude oh this is expensive oh my gosh it's so hot oh my gosh the city is this and then when you see you get overwhelmed you know and you spent your whole day thinking and energy right and energy and your vital energy thinking about bad stuff about so many different things so sometimes if i'm upset with someone it's okay if i stop and think about it and like okay i'm upset she did this to me i don't like it of course it's okay but what i do is i spend the whole day why did she do that that's so wrong what a mean person oh i don't like this i don't like that she's so selfish you get caught up in your thoughts yes and or about life or about oh i'm lost i'm so lost i don't like what i do I don't know what am I gonna do. You know, I don't have money. La 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 la. And then when you see, you are like so overwhelmed with those thoughts. And if you stop and being present, like right here, right now, everything is okay. And how did you bring yourself to the present? I think because I believe that this is a good solution. So because I I hear that so often, I read that so often, and I also tell my followers. When I, when I start thinking about so many bad things, I already know I have to go back to the present moment. So it's, it's practice, you know what I mean? I don't just do it. I, as you go in your process of knowing yourself better and trying to be a better person for you, you start understanding that, oh my gosh, like this is not making me feel good. So it's a practice, you know, okay, stop it. And then you can put a music, you can start singing. A good thing is change whatever you are doing, like a physical action, you know, go for a walk around the block, jump in your bedroom. If you work in a company, go jump in the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, something to get you off from whatever train you're on. Because if you don't watch your thoughts, you're gonna go crazy. And a lot of times, your thoughts are just thoughts. It's not happening. You know, like, okay, it might be almost happening, but it's not really happening. So then you 
you get overwhelmed with it and then you can't solve the real things, you know. So dealing with bad thoughts for me, it's one of my biggest challenges as a human, you know. Mm, thanks for sharing. Yeah. And what is it that you are excited to learn right now? Because like you said, you're always learning mm -hmm. and you said at the beginning. So right now, is there anything in particular that you're like, mm, I'm curious about, I don't know, happiness or... Yeah, so I'm very excited because I'm trying to get into a master's and um, the reason why I want to do this master's is because I will learn more about the psychology so uh, and how also to help people with relationships. So I don't care your problem is, it's not that I don't care in a bad way, but like it's okay if your issue is relationships. Mm -hmm. I want to learn more how I can help you better because behind your problems with relationships there are so many interesting things that we can treat anxiety your your situation with your parents or like so many other things you know so I'm really excited about learning more and studying more about the humans itself once I get into these masters. Uh, the masters is more focused in, on relationships, but the reason why I choose it, it's because now I know what is behind people. Well, I know better, not that I know everything. What is behind people's problems with relationships? And I'm excited to like, oh, let me help people with that now, you know, let's solve that shit. And yeah. like a lot of women in abusive relationship that breaks my heart. I see like these awesome women and I'm like, no, you know, but of course, I know it's not that easy to get out of a situation like that. So I want to study more. How can I help people starting from relationships? But I know I'll be helping them with everything, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's where I'm at right now. Wow, that's so exciting. Yeah. I can't wait to share. Yeah. And you're going to be sharing what you are learning in your masters, like how you did before in your blog, maybe? Are yes, but I do it in a very natural way. It's not yeah. that I record a video saying, hey guys, today I'm gonna teach you what I learned. No, it's just natural. My Instagram, everything I post is a work from whatever I studied and also what I'm going through in my own process. Yeah. So the good thing about my career is that my career and my life, it, it, becomes like it's just one thing ah, you know because yeah. it helps me so much as well and that's why people connect to you too and i was gonna say something how does it feel to be famous you're like oh, you're famous woo, like people recognize you down for put that music. <laughs> no no I'm but not. you know you know i know you're humble and stuff but yeah people recognize you people you know who you are like in the street or they know about you through someone else i don't know how, do, how does that feel um, I think uh, I'm more concerned that I become this person that people think like, wow, she's like, you know, Buddha. Uh. She knows everything. Oh my gosh, she changed my life. So you get messages like that? 
Oh my gosh, every day. Yeah. Oh, People, that must be flattering. That must no, be like no, no. a little like. You have okay. to be careful because then your ego gets too big. And that's not good. Because I know that I am not better than everyone. At the beginning, I felt like so important. Like, you oh felt my God. cool. Don't yeah, lie. Yeah. You're like, okay, guys. Yeah. Yes, that's the me. first time someone recognized me at the streets in Sao Paulo, because people know me more in Sao Paulo, I was like, wow. Oh my gosh, that's so cool. It's rainy, right? Yeah, so if you hear some noise, it's getting dramatic. Guys. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um, I'm just I'm just like it, it doesn't it doesn't make me feel wow. Maybe should more than what it does because I feel a huge sense of responsibility. You know what I mean? I I know that um, whatever you see in me, it's I'm just your mirror. You have inside you what you were seeing me, good and bad. So it's not mine, it's yours. You know wow. what I mean? So I have to be, I get goosebumps when yeah, I talk about it. Yeah, that you was know? so good. Yeah. So then I, I learned that whatever you say it's good or bad, it's just you have inside you. Of course, if someone that knows me, like, you know, my friend, makes a compliment of course i accept that <laughs> but people that follow me sometimes they see in me just what they have inside them you know mm -hmm. so a lot of excitement that ex how do you say that word yeah excitement excitement that they uh they they feel when they see me it's just so they are seeing something here that it's in them inside ah, them you know yeah so i know it belongs to them the good and the bad things and that's how i live my life i was gonna ask you do you ever feel like oh what if i say something wrong like what if i give an information that is every not... day of my life yeah yeah, uh, that, yeah and what do you do you, you just give a big disclaimer like hey guys this is how i think just me <laughs> yeah, sometimes I do that, but like I have phases. Some uh, sometimes I I kind of like I'm afraid of producing content because people won't forgive you. You know they go for it. Like the internet's huge. I usually do the disclaimer, but people that follow me on the internet, they kind of like learn how you are, and I'm very humble in that way. If I say something bad. I will say I'm really sorry because mm -hmm. in my community, I think people already understand, like they can tell me something and teach me something and I'm going to be like, I'm so sorry. I did not know that. Mm. I didn't see that. So I'm not like huge that I lost control. Like my community is still small that if people, if I say something wrong, someone will correct you. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. not like kill me because, oh, you said something wrong. Uh -huh. But I do feel as I grow more, it's harder to deal with it because you don't want to influence people in a negative way ah, so, but, but at the same time you want to still be you so yeah. that people don't feel like you're editing yes. your thoughts so I, I feel my heart if, if sometimes I'm feeling like I'm not ready to talk about something I don't talk about something because if I say something wrong it's and then you weren't really ready to talk about it you just were there saying whatever it's harder to deal with it so sometimes i don't share with people things that i'm going through when i'm going through sometimes other times i do because i like to feel more you know comfortable because i know my responsibility with me 
and with people. So it's something very delicate for me to deal with. I still have some fears about saying something very wrong, you know, being racist, being judgmental, say some like very, oh my gosh. Politically incorrect. Oh my God, yes. I think that's something you you are always gonna be learning. You can't stop producing and working and doing something good because of that fear. You have to get through it. You have to keep it. going, you know, yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> if right now, do you have any general recommendations or tips? First, for people that want to be a coach like you. And also for people in general that are looking to find their life's purpose. Yes, so I think if you are looking to be a coach, you need to understand right away that this is a business. You can choose how often you're gonna do, but it's not something just for extra couple bucks. Mm -hmm. Oh, I wanna do extra money while I give people's advice. It's not that, it's a business. And it took me some time to really learn how to do the business. Mm -hmm. But now that I know there are so much stuff there, classes and seminars that you can look, and I would recommend you to do those things. Even if it sounds a little cliche, don't think it's cliche, you are gonna learn a lot, you know? That's good that you mentioned that because I feel like a lot of people, like you, this whole time you were talking about like helping people and like your mission and what you, your objective but that's so great that you mentioned the business part of it because in the end you have to also look after yourself right oh yeah Set and then boundaries limits right yes and also like to help people you need money i'm not saying all you need is money but without money you can't help so in order to record a video who pays for the internet mm -hmm. who is gonna buy the camera you know basic stuff like that who is gonna pay for the electricity bill like come on yeah so we do need to consider that and because we are in a help like helping people business people a lot of times feel bad about charging for yes. their job charging how much it really costs mm -hmm. and then if you go to seminars take classes they will teach you all of it it's bullshit to charge people like a huge amount of money but you have to charge what is right you know what mm -hmm. i mean so uh, i think that's a really important thing and what would I tell for someone that is really lost about life purpose, which is the next question? I think it's like, don't compare your... I know it's very like obvious what I'm gonna say, but try to do it and then tell me if it's that obvious. Stop comparing yourself, please, because your path is very unique. You can compare yourself with who you were five years ago. But stop comparing. Oh, but my friend is the same age and she has done a lot more. Stop comparing. Because when you compare, you are always going to lose. Because you don't know that person's story. Well, she's 32 and she has everything. She loves her job and you are 32 years lost. It doesn't matter. You don't know what happened to her when she was a child. You don't know things. So stop comparing yourself because a lot of these I'm lost in life thing comes from I'm comparing myself to others. And then I start thinking I'm lost because I have haven't done as much as uh, that person and that other person. A lot comes from it. Of course, social media helps on that, but people are gonna find so many ways to do it. You know, you don't need social media to do it. But if social media is not doing you well, if you notice you're comparing yourself through social media, stop using this thing, delete it for a week, whatever, you know? You're not gonna be losing like much. It's okay, you're gonna survive, you know? So I think this is one thing, com 
stop comparing yourself and also do the things you like if you have an idea do it don't give up before you try people oftentimes come to me and they're like my clients and they're like oh i already tried everything i was like great so give me just two things that you tried so we can understand what didn't go well and then they didn't really try anything they thought about trying but they don't actually do things you know so if you think you want to become like a i don't know you want to bake cake you start reading books you start cooking you start learning about the business that's how you are going to understand better but then you say oh i already tried what you did oh i saw a story about a girl on youtube and she said it didn't work that doesn't mean you tried anything so try it it doesn't matter what it takes you have to try it you know before you say things don't work or it's not for you because when you do things really you are gonna learn things from it and you're gonna grow as a person and now so you have more clarity of what you really want to do because you really tried you know what you're talking about but sometimes you have an idea oh i want to become a massage therapist and then i don't know why then you give up like why did you give up just try it because even if you don't end up being a massage therapist you learn something about yourself yeah so. you learn that's not what i want to do or you learn like me when I became a coach and after about three years I was like mm, now I'm ready to go deeper and then I found a new way but because I started writing a fashion blog you know what I mean yeah. so do things you don't know where it's gonna take you we don't know everything you can plan and you should but you don't know everything until you try it you know? what about the people that feel too old you're like oh no I can't do that I'm already 40. oh bullshit like okay you are gonna die at 80 let Let's say, okay? Hey, I want to live till 100. Oh, <laughs> you! You're gonna be so... I'm joking. Well, whatever. There is like a average for each country how, for how long people are gonna live. So let's say 80 year, years old. You are 40. Let's say you're, you're gonna start a new career. You're gonna go back to college. It's like more. Or five years. So with 45, you graduate on something new. You still have like 35 years to work. You still have so long like you don't know like oh, I'm too old what does it mean like there are a couple things you can do that actually like being a therapist actually helps you because you are more mature you know better you can handle things in a different way so I can't say age doesn't matter at all because of the society but if you think about the things you can do for your own business and things you can create like think more than just working in a company and companies don't have higher after la 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 so just do it be, be open, open you know yeah and Yay. also we're gonna wrap up but i want to ask you you're a mom now so yes how has that changed you how do you feel like yeah you? my baby's 10 months old she's amazing she's perfect I love she's perfect <laughs> she's so cute she has blue eyes oh my gosh i love Did her I so that? much yeah i think that she's making me be a better person for real because they learn through example so i know if i eat a piece of chocolate in front of her like it happened uh yesterday i was eating a piece of chocolate in front of her and she wanted my chocolate so i was like okay i got in a phase where i can't have chocolate anymore because i don't want to give her candy sugar now you know uh, so you have to act different and i love action like yes see that's what i'm saying do things do things so my baby is making me be better 
better because I have, for example, sometimes I'm exhausted because I didn't sleep for days and she's whiny, she's crying, she's tired and I choose to be loving with her when I usually would tell people to, you know, get <laughs> out of here, I don't care. And I look at her and I still find love and I'm like, okay, she's tired, I'll be patient and, you know, I'm loving with her and I'm like, wow, I have that inside me, I can be better. <laughs> yeah. I did You're not like, know. I'm Mother Teresa. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm not a perfect mother. I don't want to be a perfect mother, but I'm finding that I am becoming a better human just because I have to be a better example for her. And you can't fake it for a child that I know. So I'm like, oh. So you're I... saying you were faking for Peter? I'm just kidding. Yes. Well, <laughs> well, I have an announcement <laughs> here. Uh, just kidding. No. For real, I yeah. feel I'm becoming someone better because I want to give her the best example as I can. And that is really nice because I'm finding that I can be a lot nicer than what I thought I would. Oh, was. really? I'm like, like, I'm, I'm nice not the best. Yeah, I'm a nice person. Yeah, so I think that is a really positive change, you know? And even if I have to be stronger sometimes, I which I had a hard time being with people, like I don't like being stronger with people. I'm like, oh, it's okay. Peace and love. But because of my baby sometimes I have to and that is also really important because limits you, limits yeah. yeah and you also teach her that you know so I don't think people around me notice that yet but I think I'm becoming someone better a little bit each day and any last message or I mean you've shared a lot of like very interesting and very wise little jewels Joyas. Yes, joyas, we joyas. say in Portuguese. More yeah. sexy. Joyas. <laughs> joyas. Uh, any other joyas you want to share with us today? Something I learned on my own practice. That's something I do. I don't know if it will make sense, but I feel like until some point, I was taught to, oh, don't be afraid. Do things even if you feel fear. Don't be sad. Oh, get over it. Oh, he doesn't deserve you. Like when your boyfriend, you know, kicks your ass, you are sad people tell you don't cry for him no, no no do cry for him be anxious feel the fear like feel things so i think instead of like working on not feel things people should teach us do feel things because the only way out is through you know what i mean what? the only <laughs> way out is through Patent that. Yeah. Yay. No, I totally so, yeah. get it. People are like, I don't want to feel anxious. Of course, I understand why this is a disease, you know, it's really bad. But feel the things you have to do cry. You know, sometimes I play Mariah Carey just so I cry a little bit more. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Because I think people are afraid of feeling that they're not going to be able to get out of that feeling. I yeah, think. but that's why I'm saying the only way out is through. What's going to happen to you if you cry because you're... Like, you dated a guy for four years. And then, all of a sudden, he's like, I don't love you anymore, bye. And then you, you're supposed not to cry. Yeah. Like, you loved him. You were thinking like, oh, yeah, we're going to have babies and live on the beach. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, I, I can't cry. Did you never question that? isn't it wrong like you you feel what you feel it doesn't matter whatever you feel own it you know because the only way to get out of a bad situation is through so do cry your things do feel things because i don't know why people were teaching us that oh don't feel this don't feel that and you're I, like I i'm already more economical kind of like oh 
you know, move no, on, no. move on, Let's move on. Let's save money, not yeah, feelings. Time. Yeah, ah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Can you say that in, in Portuguese? Vamos economizar dinheiro, não sentimentos. Eu dizia la outra coisa. The What? other thing. Oh, ah, o único jeito de sair disso é através disso. Love it! Yay! Well, thank you so much. Good, I'm really glad you invited me. I felt so important. That made me feel important. Yeah. So good. Yeah. I'm getting famous. Yeah. Thank you. I hope we can do more because you have so much to say and so much to share. And thank you so much. Yes, thank you. I love your work. You are really nice. Aww. Yay! Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.